episode 73. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller, and today we're traveling to Washington, D.C., in the USA to speak with Chuck West and Roddy Blakely, two brave veterans who gave a lot of their valuable time to serve our country, but have now turned their energies back to their first love, creating great music, so you better strap up your seatbelts, and let's go for a ride. On the Dharmic Evolution today, we have Chuck and Roddy. It's this is awesome, man. Hey, is there a phone ringing back there? Yeah, hold on. That's it. Yeah. See if they want to join us. I tell you, yeah, <laughs> so always calling, but we're happy yeah. to be on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure. So uh, from Times Up Music, man. So it's so good to have you guys. So uh, is is this Roddy I'm talking to? This is Chuck right now. Hey, Chuck, tell me a little bit about you guys, your music, and uh, by the way, congratulations. I'm understanding that your um, EP, I guess, is just out as of January? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, Thanks congratulations, man. This is great. Yep. Yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah. So c- give us the history of, um, first of all, like, musically, how did you guys get connected as um, as brothers in arms with this project? Well, um, I'm going to tell you how we started, Calvin. Okay. This is Rod talking now. Man. Okay, Rod. I'm telling you, he's got it for you. Uh, I got your voices now, man. Well, uh, <laughs> I started playing with the, uh, in the Go-Go, which is the uh, music scene down here in D.C. Okay. And uh, Chuck was playing jazz. And I got tired of playing Go-Go because it was only... The music got boring because it got only to be three chords with all the music snap started to sound the same. So I left the go-go and I, me and Chuck hooked up. We worked at the old hat company in D.C., which is now the Verizon Center. Okay. And uh, he came to work one day with a tape and he had his originals on there. And I said, okay, let's, let's hook up and start doing originals. And, and, and that's been, we've been together since. That's been since 1980s in the 80s and we've been doing our own music since then wow man you guys got a history together huh oh yeah we yeah we, we uh we got a lot of uh stories to tell too i can't wait let's let's get into one now so when you guys figured out that you were right for one another like what was the the modality like the genre if you will that you guys settled on like at the at the outset at the beginning when you first hooked up well Actually, when we first hooked up, the modern tempo of music was kind of fast. Okay. In the early 80s. You know, more than 90 beats per minute. And we were on the slow groove thing. That was our thing. Right. And it, and was it, Chuck, was it like funk or like, what, yeah. what would you say? I, I would say a little funk, a little groove, a little, little mixture, a little jazz, pop. Okay, right. Just, you know. Just a bucket full of stuff. So, right, right. But at a, at a slower tempo that you could more groove to, not necessarily dance to. Right, it's, so almost like a smooth, cool type of jazz type of thing. Kind of like that, yes. Yeah. Cool, so you were guys You guys were finding your way and kind of just easing into it and feeling out where you belong musically. Yes, because uh, a lot of people that listen to our music, they first thing they would say is jazz, and it's like, we're not trying to play jazz. We're just playing 
basically how we feel. It's like Chuck will uh, start off playing a beat, and then I'll come in with some some chords and music, and then we'll just mesh it together. And however it turns out, that's how it turns out. But we shape it after we listen to it for a while, and uh, then we come up with more ideas how we want to uh, to build our songs up. But I would wouldn't say too much. It, it sounds like jazz because Chuck is a like a jazz drummer and basically everybody that plays drums around in the city is a go-go drummer where, where they play hard beats and all the beats everybody beats sound the same so it's, it's just like rappers okay rappers have different beats now when they rap too yeah so tell me about the the idea of a go-go band exactly what is that uh have you ever heard of chuck brown yes i have that's that's the, they call him the Godfather of Go Go because he started the Go Go Witch. Okay. Which came from Mr. Magic Grover Washington. Oh, okay, great he man. Took, he took the Grover Washington Mr. Magic beat and played that and put percussion behind it with music and that's how Go Go started. All it is is a Mr. Magic beat. Gotcha. Hey, you know while we're talking about this, why don't we give everybody a sample here and um, let's play this one here. This is called. Better than yesterday. So check this out with Times Up Music.
Awesome, awesome, awesome guys. Oh man, you got to tell me about this track now, Chuck. Uh, is that who's playing guitar on that anyway? Uh, a friend of ours. That's Jock Johnson Jr. Wow, it. man, the whole thing is great. Um, just such imaginative arrangements on that. You guys crushed it. That was really, really cool. So how did you guys um, come up with it, especially uh, for the lack of me describing it in a better fashion, the bridge, which I'll call, um, when I, I thought I heard like a turntable riff or you know some, some, some voices coming in there so exactly. tastefully put in the background. That was really, really effective and very, very cool. So how did you guys, how did you track this? How did you build this song? Well, I came up with the the, uh, the music. I was practicing one day, you know, and uh, I came up with the rhythm, pause the keyboard, pause, and I gave the, the, the tape to Chuck. He added the uh, drums to it. The melody keyboard. The, the melody keyboard. And um, we added the uh, guitar player. He came and listened to it, and he put a, put, a, put a guitar part to it, and that's how we came up with it. Wow, great track, man. So, so tell me your process, Roddy. I mean, do you guys have like a formula of how you two work together? You and Chuck work together. Just it depends on the song, how it's born, like you know, wherever it comes from—a a bass line, a riff, a drum riff, whatever. Yeah, that's how basically we do. Because me and Chuck been grooving together for the longest, and uh, a lot of folks when they hear our music, they really think it's a band. Right. It's just me and him. He's doing the percussion. I'm doing the keyboards and. Sometimes he does keyboards and we just fill in and it's it's since we've been playing this groove for a while, we both know what we want when we we start up a new groove because we already have a pattern of what we play now. Yeah. So um so you guys like what let me ask you about keyboard sounds like what are you guys using cuz you you're you're you got great taste for selecting sounds, man. All those sounds like um they complemented one another so well. Well, we really like the vintage sounds, pianos. Right. Fender Rhodes that I hear in there? <laughs> oh, of course. You'll probably hear Fender Rhodes on everything. All Some... right. That's that's what I, you know, I, I love the Fender Rhodes, you know. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's timeless. Yeah. And Rod has a Fender Rhodes. He has a bunch of keyboards that are 30 years old, 25 years old. I mean, he has a ton, tons of equipment that's, you know, just vintage like that. So. Right. Right. Hey, how did you guys come up with the name Times Up Music? Like what how does that represent like what you guys are about? Rod did that because um we were I put it like this, me and Chuck we were like pro- prognosticating a lot and we kept putting our music together, music together and we said, "Okay, let's go out here and play, let people hear our, hear our music." And we kept putting it off, putting it off. So finally, we both said, man, our time is up. It's time for us to put our music up so right. people can hear it. So we just said, time's up. And that's how we came up with time's up. So now our time is up for now for people to hear our sound. Excellent. Excellent. Love the name. So you guys born and bred Washington, D.C.? You guys been there your whole lives or you've been other parts of the country? Born and bred, but we've been around. Yeah, I know. You guys are both in the service, I understand. Yeah. So tell me about that, Chuck. Where where were you? Like, where did you end up in the service? Uh, in El Paso, Texas. I was playing in the 62nd Army Band. Oh, really? Yeah. So that must have been kind of cool. You end up in the Army, but you you didn't get away from music at all. 
Yeah. It's just hard to get away. Everywhere I was stationed, I played some kind of music. Right. And um, did you, were you able to write at all when you were doing your time? In the fact, service? I'm glad you asked that because I did do some writing there. And that's when I first started doing some solo writing. And that's when I could really send stuff back home to Rod and Rod would listen to it and send his uh, feedback and ideas back to me. These were the early days before internet, so he's waiting for a cassette tape. Right, right. In the in the snail mail, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Where would we be without cassette tapes? Right. I mean, that was uh, the genesis for many of us who uh, who started back in the early days. You know. <laughs> so so, Roddy, tell me about you. You were also in the service, right? Yeah, because uh, once Chuck went in, it kind of like broke our, our music group. But, you know, he had to do what he had to do. So he went in, and when he came out, I went in. And I first, I started at uh, Fort Dix. Okay. And then I moved from Fort Dix to Fort Benning to uh, the Airborne School. And then from there, they sent me to Fort Bliss, which is El Paso, where Chuck was at. Oh, wow. You know, it's almost like meant to be, right? <laughs> Yeah, and like, it so happens that when I went in, that's when the war started. Okay, so so which one? I mean, yeah. was this Iraq or what was yeah. this? Okay, the first Iraq war. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's a good time for us to play because since you had to get on a plane, I think let's play Windows Seed. Yeah, it's Times Up music. Thank you. 
Once again, nice keyboard sounds on window seat. So, hey, Roddy, tell me about window seat. Where did that one come from? Actually, that's Chuck's. Oh, it's Chuck's. Am I asking the wrong guy? Chuck? <laughs> that one um, just actually is a just a scene. There's a, a young lady in the airport. Okay. Getting on a plane, flying, and just, you know, kind of just dreaming, thinking about whatever. Right. And she got her window seat, I assume. Got her window seat, her favorite seat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys operate on? Like, what, what kind of platform? Are you using Pro Tools rig or Logic? Or how do you guys uh, record your music? To tell you the truth, we use um, a software program called Digital Tool Performer. Okay, yeah. I've heard of it. Great. And it's compatible with uh, Pro Tools and the other standards. Yeah. Yeah, so how does it how does it happen? You guys both have a setup at each of your respective homes, or do you do you meet in a common place, or how do you generally do it when you put your music together? Well, you just actually named two ways of many ways that we do it. Okay. Those two for sure. Sometimes we go in large studios and do a portion. But Chuck has a studio in his house, and that's basically where we uh. That's basically where we do our, our hit set up at his house. Right. Because he has everything there. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, once you have it set up, it's just so convenient, right? Everything patched in and ready to go. That's correct. How about playing out, guys? Do you take your music out um, to the public and play gigs with your sounds? We've done a few, but uh, they it, we it's hard to... Uh, Keep band members. Right. Because when we play, you know, everybody, you know, me and Chuck, we play because we love to play music. Right. Some people, you know, the guys we get, they they play, they want to play because they want to get paid. Sure. And I'm like this. I say, well, you'll get paid if you have good, uh, if you have a good sound, you'll get paid. And, you know, we preach to some of these guys' patience, but basically that's what delayed us a lot from playing our round is that we it's hard to keep band members because they want their their agendas are different from ours. But we have a solid group right now that come this spring we'll be doing a lot of uh we'll be doing a lot of shows. Great. Now now can you go out like skeleton with just the two of you and some backing tracks or it's just or it's something you'd not prefer to do. You'd rather have the full band. Yeah, we can do that, but basically we do three or four people live. But me and Chuck, been, we played to you know, we played uh, by ourselves a couple times because we know our music so much. You know, it's just it's just natural. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you got to feel comfortable in how you're presenting it too, right? It's your music, it's your baby. You gotta you gotta be like in the zone of yeah, this is my thing, and this is I'm comfortable putting it out like this. Yeah, it, it, and it feels better for us that way. Um, yeah, philosophically, like Steely Dan, how they do it, they pretty much the two guys write the music, and they bring in other folk to fill in other parts that they write. Right, and we kind of latched on to that philosophy out of necessity right so. yeah yeah it, it is t- and it's tough because you know you want it you want at least uh you know you want to make money and sometimes the venues you know are just not you know up to to giving you what you need hey chuck i also wanted to ask you about you tune pianos is that correct 
Oh, yeah, that is correct. Yeah, wow, man. So tell me about that world. Is that like, um, do you have perfect pitch? No, I don't have perfect pitch. Um, How did you learn that? Church, like, it's such a cool thing. I always admire people that tune pianos, man. I think it's pretty amazing. I'll tell you, actually, when I was in El Paso, I met a guy who was tuning. And he showed me a few things. And in, when I was in college, in, in fact, let me rewind a little bit. When I was in college here in D.C., there was a local piano tuner who I used to peek in on, and he would kind of kick me out. But I would peek in on him tuning because I was fascinated with it myself. Right. And then as years went on, you know, that kind of dropped off as a priority in my mind. But the opportunity came up again, and so I've been doing it now for, I guess, the last 25 years. Wow. That's amazing. So so you must have a whole, like, client list of people that count on you to come and make sure their pianos are tuned up right. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I do. Um, and I enjoy it. And it it's really uh, therapeutic because I get down to the core of sounds and vibrations and resonance, and it's really very, very uh, interesting. Yeah, there was this, uh, I don't know if you guys caught the Grammys, but there was this whole big thing about, I guess Adele was playing and there was some kind of crazy noise. <laughs> yes. I, I just heard it on the news and it would, turned out uh, for people who didn't, who didn't, I didn't see it, but I just caught the news flash. The, apparently one of the mics fell off its, its holder and fell onto the piano strings. <laughs> Right. And that's what was, you know, of all the things to happen, right? I mean, just crazy stuff. Hey, right. well, let's play another one here because uh, you guys got some great stuff. I want to play my main man, Shank. Time's up, music. Let me compose this for my foes. Something funky for your nose, I make the wanna drop their clothes. I set it off with the quick fast. With one quick lash of my tongue, I get the hottest unsprung. You'll get done if you test me. Son, I'm causing more gun smoke than the Wild West, G. I do what I gotta do to survive in this rap game. I play it like Sega, plus I'm giving rappers mega pain. A higher plane of existence is where I dwell. Yet I'm a level head, my brain cells are never swell. I keep it real when I strike, then I'm leaving rappers for dead. So bust the lead from my mic, friend. F the max, then. Who needs a tech? The lyrics are all right, will disintegrate your intellect. Now that's not saying that I don't pack heat when I walk the street. I buck it down if you got beat. So my man named Shake, he make mad bang. Yeah, yeah, yo. Represent. So my man named Shake, he make mad bang. The mad vocalist. So my man named Shake, he make mad bang. You know how we do. So my man named Shake, he make mad bang. My mental capacity's like a space cavity, it's deep Destroying toy boys to sleep While I creep like a predator I leave you deceased with similes and metaphors I keep it raw, like a tumor Rumor has it, I'm fatal And record label, wanna pay me under the table Vocabulary, makes me a verbal mercenary Stilos vary, lyrics listed as legendary All move fakers, get broken down by the breaker I shake and bake it, F a hospital, call an undertaker I get loose, rappers who get juice, get done I slaughter my enemies in more ways with psychotic syllables, metaphorical, metaphysical, lyrical phrases Rappers get dazed with Say it once, say it twice, say it again I'll still be nice and make it hot like Spice So my man named Shake, he make yeah. mad bang
come through with the P.O.D. It's Big Killer Shank, I murderize MC. I keep it real with the stainless steel, I pack heat without slinging crack on the back streets. Who want it? I make you do a backflip. My gas bitch, mad lethal, lyrical tactics and graphics. Make rap hits by the dozens. Come on, cousin, shake the man. Thought I wasn't, you better ask. Matter of fact, who the master? Show enough, my rhymes is rough, I kill bastards. You'll get blasted. Next chapter, I leave a main. Punish your whole posse with paragraphs of pain. I'm insane in the brain, like Cypress Hill. I might just kill a rapper at will. What the hell? I rock well, never fall, never fell. My rhymes will make your brain sell swell. Like that, y'all, like that. Word, man. So tell us about my main man, Shank. What's the story behind that one, guys? Well, Shank, he used to rap for, uh, well, he did something with this group called the Bushwhackers. They're from New York. Okay. And uh, So he's an artist. Shank is? Yeah, he's an artist. Okay, gotcha. And he, he Chuck turned me on to him because Chuck knew him, and he came to Chuck and wanted us to write write some music for him. So we hooked up and we wrote that that song there and he put the lyrics to it. And he was part of the group, but then he uh, he took a, a, a religious journey. So, and he's on that path, you know, for, for, from here on out, he's been on that path. Okay, when you say he was part, he was part of Time's Up Music? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So, so what do you guys think about, like, that? that's a different direction because it's obviously, you know, your other, the ones who I was playing before was more um, more of like an instrumental uh, groove. And this, this is not a huge departure, but just it's another ancillary piece. Are you guys thinking of perhaps going down that road more with maybe somebody else? Well, we, we did that during the rap age. Okay, got yeah. it. We've been trying to get singers to come and uh, do some skits with us, but it's you know it's it's hard to find singers down there because uh, everybody either they're they're in the gospel or they're in the uh, like I said they're they're playing with these go go groups, right? So we had to really screen. We had to go through some of the colleges to find some some female or male singers, and we have a few because. Uh, when we do our next album, we, we're going to get a little bit more versatile. So you, so you don't really have uh, a preference, male, female, as long as you can sing, as long as you can groove. Yeah, we don't have a preference. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah. all we have to do is listen to the, if they listen to the music and they can put some lyrics to it, it's, all, it's fine with us. Well, just keep listening to Dharmic Evolution because I've been striking some gold with some singers out there. <laughs> so, so what are the what are the grand plans for you guys moving forward? I mean, like, what are you looking to do for your like your next project? This one just came out, this EP. So, did this guy like create like um, almost like a foundation of hey, this is the newest and greatest thing we're doing. We're going to expand on this and take it to a next level. Do you have that in mind or? Yeah, in fact, we have a bunch of tunes already in the cupboard, and they're from various styles in different moods. Sometimes we're angry, sometimes we're not. So a song can come out any kind of way. Right. So we're actually going to be doing more two-inch analog tape stuff. Oh, nice. Our next project. 
You so, got your Studer machines all revved up, ready all, to go? <laughs> all revved up and covered up and keeping yeah. the dust off. Of yeah. <laughs> There's still yeah. some magic to all that analog gear, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I got a I got a dear friend who uh, he started back in the seventies, and he still has all his gear, all his analog, his studers, and you know all that equipment. He has all the the, the Neve preamps, and you know vintage microphone collection. You know, yeah, really, really cool. Um, so, so what do you guys when you're you're obviously working on all software, but what is the the plan to use that equipment and integrate it like is it a combination of of um you know using the you know the software models and the analog together oh no question in fact even on this ep we have a mixture of uh acoustic instruments in fact there's a yamaha c7 piano on that acoustic drum kit on one of the tunes uh, so we definitely do in and out of the box music, right? And, and we uh, basically we preferred to 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 record live. I mean, you know, record live, yes. right? But sometimes you know, time is not a, is is short, so we do go with the software. But our goal, our, our main goals are me when me and Chuck started this, and we we rarely talk about getting paid you know because we have, we all we like to do is, is play music we the love of music and to get on stage and to perform in front of a lot of people that's good that's that's good enough for us because uh everything else will come later we not we, we don't even worry about that because when we talk to guys that's trying to um get with our group we ask them what are your goals and mm-hmm. when they tell us well, I'm trying to get paid by a block. You know, that's not what we in it for. Right. Because we trying to let, we, we want people to hear our music. That's number one. Right. So you're artists. I mean, you, you're going to do whatever you need to do to make sure you can create your artistry and get it out there for people. Yes. Yeah. Hey, let's take a listen to Miss Muffet. <laughs> Little Miss Muffet Inside of her tuffet Eating her curds and whey When along came a spider Who pulled up beside her And chased Miss Muffet away There was a little lady That grooved on a hill She was fine to dine But never thrilled And one day she finally Broke her stride And a treat with everybody's pride Although she wear her name brand jeans Turn fellas heads with one big swing Little Miss Muffet just sat on her tuffet Just waiting and waiting and waiting for a real thing The freak is scandalous Well Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, wearing her negligee. A long came a spider and pulled up beside and said, A little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, sipping on some alizade. When the long came a spider and pulled up beside and said,
Miss Muffet's cool, but still a fool. You see, things are always can't get her a jewel. Day by day, from week to week, it just proves Miss Muffet is just a big old freak. That's what we talking about. She's scandalous. Muffin is scandalous. I see you this kid. Pass it. What are we talking about right here, Charlie? She's scandalous. Is that you doing that laugh, Roddy? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. That was so cool. It makes me laugh every time I hear that. (laughs) And and Miss Muffet's screaming, too. It's like, this is out of Mel Brooks. I love this, man. This is so cool. So tell me the story behind Miss Muffet. Actually, that was the first groove me and Chuck wrote. Really? Yeah, he he had the uh, foundation for it. That's when we first got together. And he had his original, and he had the foundation with some of Muffet in there. And then we got together, and we 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 fixed it, and grooved it, and and now we shaped it into Miss Muffet. And that song came from uh, basically a bad relationship. We were young then, right? And uh, we were going through some things with. You know, our, our ex-girlfriends back then, because we were young and green then. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally said, okay, we got we got cut off, and then we just said, we, yeah, please. we, we weren't going to uh, do like, you know, these rappers do when they use the B word and the W word when they want to diss their girlfriends or whatever. Right. Because we weren't raised like that. So we said we were going to make a nursery rhyme. Right. So to make it fun. Yeah. So it was all about a bad relationship we both went through with our ex-girlfriends. And we just came up with Miss Muffet. And and 
so it would be something pleasant to li- to listen to and not try to totally uh, disgrace females, even though everybody probably has their ups and downs with their relationships. Yeah, we, we were young then, and we just we was we were just having fun playing music, and we just said, okay, let's write this this write Miss Muffet because. We were calling our ex-girlfriends Miss Muffet. <laughs> that's how we came up with that. I love it. I love it. It's very. It's a very entertaining track. Is that um? Is I hear a tenor sax on that. And uh, who did you bring in for that? A uh, good friend of ours. That was uh, Warren Atiba Taylor. Nice man. Nice. And yeah. is that, is that a string bass or is that a synth bass? You guys are playing. That's a synthesizer. That's a Moog. Ah, uh, funky, uh, funky. I love that powerful left hand bass going on there. That's really, that, really cool. Uh, that's Rod rocking that. Yeah. And actually, and actually, we did that in Room Ten. That's a studio where the Reddens were doing their stuff. We went in there when the Reddens were recording. Who is it? The Reddens. The Reddings, oldest Reddings. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we did that in the studio where they were doing their stuff at. Nice. It has so much. Uh, there's so many things going on in that track. It's very entertaining because that's the third time I've heard it, and I, I keep picking out new things every time I hear it. I really like that track. So, listen, we're winding down, guys. I want to just ask you guys, like, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year for Time's Up Music? Like, what kind of aspirations do you have out there as far as what are you going to do with this EP and live performance? Um, anything special going on that you want to share with the audience? Well, we're looking forward to performing and doing our music and uh, actually getting our audience. We, we are trying to get, build our audience to some, you, you know, we actually call that the Beltway Groove. Okay. So, because 495 connects to 95, 295, north and south. So, we call our, our groove the Beltway Groove. And actually, we're trying to build our audience from the East Coast down south, out west. And... The more we perform and play, that's what we're looking for. We're just looking to, to, to get our audience big so they'll know us. And so when we have our next EP, you know, they'll know who we are. Great, great. Well, this one's a, this one's a real good one, you guys. Uh, very, very happy for you. And I'm so happy you came on Dharmic Evolution and shared your story and your music uh, with the audience and myself Um This is Chuck West and Roddy Blakely, and it's Time's Up Music. And guys, before we sign off, would you please just share with us best place for people to connect to you, learn about you, learn about your music, uh, give out your website, or is that the best spot? Yeah, that's the best spot, Time's Up Music. Uh, You can get that on the internet, timesupmusic.com. Okay, awesome. And uh, you guys are on some of the socials, I imagine. You're on Facebook and all that? or Yeah, Facebook. Okay, yeah. great. We'll, we'll put all those links uh, to all your music and all the ways to reach you, as always, in the show notes. And uh, Chuck, it was a real pleasure. And Roddy, thank you so much. I want to wish you guys all the luck and success in the world. Oh, look, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Better Than Yesterday, Window Seat. My main man, Shank, and Miss Muffet. <laughs> I love that laugh for Roddy's. At one time, they were young and green with their girlfriends like we all were, but they have achieved mastery with their music. Check out Chuck West and Roddy Blakely, who are the brains, the imagination, and the talent that is Time's Up Music. 
All the ways to connect with the boys and Time's Up Music is in the show notes. Please support them on the website and all of their socials. And when you get a chance, head over to dharmicevolution.com. Check out all the content on the site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I am the podcast launch expert and can help you with that challenge. Just email me at kevin at dharmicevolution.com. And if you've been a guest on this show, you are now famous. You're in 39 countries, maybe more. And you're on the site. Chuck and Roddy are on the site. There's also videos, photos, conversations, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests on the site. Don't forget, the downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. I also want to ask you to stop by iTunes and give us a review. If you dig this show, if you like what we're doing for the indie artist community around the world, please give us a review. I read them all, and I thank you all. It helps the show grow tremendously. The more we grow, the more we can continue to serve the indie artist community. Tune in on Wednesday, March 23rd, as we travel to Sweet Home, Alabama, and listen to the sweet sounds of Jessica Muse. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from a stage.